Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 431 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life brought to you by two randoms here in Hamilton, New Zealand. Yeah, so um, it's been a an interesting week, I must say. Um, I'll, I'll give you a quick update. I am really enjoying doing this um, newsletter, actually, the, the Compelling Communicator. Uh, so issue three went out. I'm spending a couple... I was going to say a couple of hours. I spent two hours writing it and then probably another two hours looking at it. and Tweaking it. Yeah, tweaking it in, in like a couple of different um, sessions, if you like, and getting it out. I'm actually really enjoying it. So so that's really cool. We're up to 19 subscribers. Woohoo. Um, that's good. And that was all good, except I had a horrible Friday. So we had an issue where my – was it with you? No, I think it was with work – where my internet uh, dropped out in a call, and then I had a couple more issues, and yeah. I'm like, God damn it. And one of my, I think you mentioned um, it, or, or no, Carl did, that power supplies on routers quite often um, die. Yeah. 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 So I ordered a, a, a router power supply, um, like from um, ASUS. And a proper ASUS one to, to yes. uh, replace it. It was only thirty bucks, but it's it's coming from offshore. I think it's coming from Australia actually. So it's, it's like oh, I can't wait until that's done. So I, I went to PB Tech, grabbed the cheapest router, came home, couldn't get it to go. Went, oh, you're a dick. Yep. <laughs> went back to PB Tech and said, "Can this work with fiber?" And they're like, "No, that's way too slow. You need a oh. faster." Router, so I had to swap it for a, a more expensive. I mean, I only spent a hundred bucks, and it was good to have a, a backup router, especially as it. all your work is online. Exactly, I mean, exactly, exactly because I work from home, I need this. So I was like, I need a backup router anyway. My other one cost me like five, six hundred bucks. This was a hundred bucks, so you know, anyway. So I um, I plugged that in, and it's sort of going, and then it failed again i'm like what oh, is no. going on and i had all this playing around i have for whatever reason this place that i'm set up in the uh unt on the wall is in the bedroom like why you have an oh. unt in the bedroom i have no freaking clue so I anyway they the yeah okay weird and it's just through the wall into the lounge like they could have put the cable through the wall and then yeah i know i know i don't get it anyway so that's okay so i had a um an ethernet cable from the unt in the bedroom going scooping around the wall through the door around the wall and then my router was out here so i ended up playing with ethernet cables and that because i had tested the ethernet cable from the router the computer and all the rest of it Turns out this flat router cable, you know, it's one of those oh, flat ones. That, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it got it got damaged, and probably because it's got cold, I've been closing the bedroom door a bit, and the cable's at the bottom of the door. So it's so, user error. Yeah, so I've spent all this money and all the rest of it. I possibly didn't need to, although it's good to have this backup router. So I'm still waiting for the power supply. So I'm still using the new router. But yeah. Um, oh. 
I hate technology sometimes. It's so good when it's going well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I dislike? People that? that have a people that have a very simple job but somehow stuff it up. I went to get new school shoes yesterday for the teenager. Right. Not a problem. Went back to I'm not gonna name the place, went back to the place where we got the previous shoes from. They're pretty expensive. Not a problem. Got the exact same ones, it turns out. Here we go. Good. Here we go. Go home. Drop the teenager back off home. She was busy with something else. She rings me later and says, Hey dad, the two shoes are two different models. Like they're two different brand they're two different makes of shoe, right? Yeah. And then to make things worse, they were both a left shoe. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was waiting for you to say they were both left, but two different models as well. That's hilarious. The funny um, thing was, the funny thing was, the guy obviously was very paranoid about giving us the wrong shoe because he kept checking these shoes like five separate times while they're in the box, putting them in the box making sure all the boxes that he had out all had the right shoe. He did it so many times, and then he still gave us the wrong ones. So I had to go back and fix that. <laughs> I wonder, you know how you can be colorblind? I wonder if you can be shoe blind. And if so, he's in the wrong job. <laughs> <laughs> he did say all the shoes did look very similar when I went back. Yeah, so maybe, I've, maybe he's he, shoe he would, blind. He would say that. Yeah, and some of them been different ways as well <laughs> yeah yeah uh, do, you, do you remember the last week um we talked about nuclear waste and uh that technology from the 60s to recycle it well yeah. totally randomly i i came across this other thing which is in the news at the moment it, it's it's again all this technology from the 60s nuclear technology from the 60s that has okay. put America, it's going, it's back in use, and it's putting America ahead. Like it's, it's mental. So at the moment, there's a, a huge geopolitical thing going on where there's, a, it's, it's kicking off the new space race. Right? Yeah. China has already got a um, uh, a robot base on the dark side of the moon, and um, so it hasn't got people up there, but they've got robots there doing stuff. Nobody knows what. Um, and America's what like, go wrong? <laughs> America's like, we got to get to the moon really quickly. Um, so they're going in the next, was it four years, I think? Um, and so, because that's the launching place to Mars. So yes. China and America are racing to Mars is basically it. Or oh, China and real America and Elon Musk are racing to Mars. That's that basically Don't, it, right? Never forget the Musk. <laughs> Don't forget the Musk. Um, so anyway, uh, one of the things that they've pulled out that um, puts America ahead in the, in the view of these scientists and the American, American scientists, I should say, is that in the 60s, they were working on nuclear rockets. So rocket okay. power, nuclear rocket power. Yeah. And um, in 74, whatever President Lyndon Johnson, something like that, um, he... he Banned all that nuclear research stuff because they had all this nuclear, you know, we're all going to die of nuclear war. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's bomb stopped, yeah, and that's what stopped the um, other re, uh, nuclear waste recycling thing that we took uh, out last week. Yep. 
Yeah. So anyway, so this uh, nuclear drive, it's no good for launching out of the atmosphere. So you're still going to use the propellant to get out of the atmosphere. But using the nuclear drive, which has been tested, it's not like new technology. They've tested it. They've oh. used it. it. It works. They just haven't been. They've had to dust off the test units and they're testing it again and go, yeah, no, this works. And they're using a, a instead of a enriched plutonium or whatever uranium it was before, they're using a graphite thing, which is a lot more stable, a lot less expensive, a lot, you know, it's, it's simpler. It's what they use for um, research uh, nuclear reactors. So they're going to use that, and they reckon it'll take 30% off the time to get to and from Mars. So instead Whoa. of two years, it's going, to, it's going to save several months, basically. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. But, yeah, it's just this whole it, – it just blows my mind that this stuff from the 60s is the cutting-edge thing that puts us – you know, puts America ahead. I shouldn't say us. But, yeah, it puts America ahead on this supposed space race. Of course, it nobody may, knows what, what China is doing. No, no. It makes you wonder what else technology has stopped or been suppressed that they could be using. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, have you been keeping up the Miami Zoo, uh, the Miami Zoo problem? Is that the one where they kept um, getting animals kidnapped from? No, but that story sounds good. I thought we talked about that before. No, but what they... Oh, no, no, no. This is in the last two days, Chris. The whole of New Zealand is upset with Miami Zoo. What? A couple of days ago, somebody posted, and I think it may have been the zoo themselves, a TikTok, because they have a kiwi. And for $25, Chris, you can pat the kiwi and touch it and just pat it like a dog. And they just bring it out, and it's out in daylight, and it's just running around. What so, the hell? Um, a petition was set up. Um, they removed the TikTok, but they didn't remove it from Twitter. So I think they... Uh, I saw a tweet last night, and they said, their social media person is going to wake up in the morning and wonder why 20,000 Kiwis are angry at them. Um, Doc was reaching out to them and saying, hey, you can't do that. And, um, yeah, they, they've decided... Miami Zoo this morning has decided to stop offering the Kiwi encounter. Ah, oh, so what? How did I? I'm I'm confused. What's what in these in these videos? What was the ki- kiwi doing? Like, are they drugging the thing, or what? Is it just no? It's, it it was running around and it was trying to get to the open lid of its little um, box. It was trying to find the dark, and it went oh, in, right. and they then they just opened the lid again. But there's pictures of them having it on a table, and people are coming around and they're just patting it like a dog. Oh, God. Um, it's on loan from the Smithsonian Zoo to Miami because they hatched a bunch of kiwi eggs, uh, over time. And, uh, yeah, Yeah. but, uh, so that happened. You should check out the photos. It'll it'll make you angry. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's not, that's not good. That is not good. Um, we've got some shout outs. Oh, have we? Yep. Go for it. We've got, well, we're going to shout out Quentin. Oh, yeah, 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 because he was on 7 Sharp the other day. He, he appeared on TV uh, for 7 Sharp. He's the marketing strategy expert. That's what they called him, which is great. And he was talking about people leaving one-star reviews. Uh, sometimes they're people that have never used your product or visited your website or used your company. Um, because he had one. That's how that all Yeah, started. yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, Quentin, well done, Quentin, because Quentin is a long-time and avid listener of the podcast. I know. If, uh, if, we, if we don't publish on time, um, <laughs> we, we hear from him. Also, shout out to Carl. He likes when I talk like this. He likes my, my, in, he likes my internet voice. And he would like, he would like some more uh, general day-to-day conversations. Uh, when I'm talking Sam. to people, yeah, the dodgy uh, Sam voice. <laughs> that, that's right. Uh, also, yeah, anyone I interact with, I uh, used that last week talking about snow chains. So, <laughs> yep, cool, cool. And uh, quick uh, shout out to quick shout out to my workmate Brett. He um, was telling me that uh, some guy has decided to outfit a Vespa with a full electric setup, so electric motors on the wheels and batteries under the seat. That, would, that wouldn't be that hard of a conversion, would it? I don't think so. Because uh, it's got just... quite a bit of space on a bit. My dad had a Vespa when I was a little kid. I fell off oh. the monkey bars and landed on my chin. Uh, not the best way to land uh, when you fall off monkey bars, apparently. Um, and I had <laughs> to get stitches in my chin. And all I remember of the whole thing was being plonked on the front of him in the Vespa um, going through Newtown towards the doctors to or the hospital doctors or whatever, no helmet on, just standing no, no. on the Vespa holding on. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I like that when there's a medical emergency involving you, it involves, <laughs> it involves two. It involves two wheels transport. If you, if, if you bring. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up the best bee sting story in the world ever. Um, it's it's amazing. It's on the front page of our website, thechrisandsampodcast.com. I like to think that if you rung me in an emergency, I'm going to have to find a scooter. Actually, yeah, I'm going to have to find some sort of two-wheeled contraption to get you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the Chris Ambulance. Mm. Uh yeah. Okay. So that that went down the, the, uh, <laughs> a different track than I was expecting. Um, hey, I have you heard about this AI mind reading breakthrough? Well, it's I mean it's still in research, but there's a paper being written of it on it recently. So what the paper is? It's a it's a combination of um, and and I haven't read the paper or anything. I haven't done that much <laughs> uh, interrogation of this whole thing, but it's a combination okay. of brain, brain heat maps, electromagnetic yep. resonance, and blood flow monitoring alongside, a, and all that's being, pro, you know, data being fed into this AI, and the AI is outputting a text stream of what the people's thinking. That's very cool and creepy at the same time. Exactly. So the, 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 the goal is there's um, applications for you know, disabled people that cannot speak, obviously, so they can communicate, there's to enable that to communicate. But there are obviously some significant ethical, significant ethical re- concerns as the technology progresses. So at the moment, this is stuff that's being done effectively in a lab, but we know that things that happen start in a lab soon enough end up on an app. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that chick looks pretty good. Wonder what she's thinking. Uh, brains are us on your app. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Have you, talking about AI, have you 
seen the point-based photo manipulation? Yes, yes. Now, that was a fake. That was a, a research thing, and it's not available. It's not even... They're not even close to making it a real thing, but they did it as a... Um, this is if this is the one I'm thinking of where they get the lion to move its face and, and open its mouth and close its mouth and do all that, and it AI just yeah. makes that. Yeah, no, they said they did that as a demonstration. It's something they're trying to make happen. It's not real yet, but it will be. Although, Adobe Photoshop, I was looking at uh, what they've got with their gener- uh, generative fill um, that's just come out today. That yeah. looks amazing. So you get a photo and you go, oh, I want to extend it, uh, you know, 100 pixels either side, uh, click generative fill and it fills it. Um, that sort of thing I think has been done before, but this looks really good. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with that. Yeah, I'll send you the link to the story because I think that the the uh, point-based thing may be further ahead than what you just said. Because they've got all okay. the exam- they've got all the examples here, and you can see the software that they're using, doing it. Oh, okay. Uh, um, but the, yeah. the examples are pretty powerful because there's like a woman wearing a skirt, and they just drag it down, and it just makes it longer. Um, so this this will be very cool once it becomes mainstream, uh, but also quite oh, yeah. scary. Quite scary. I, I think uh, it won't be it won't be long till you can do it. But the beauty of it really is that whole how simple it looks with you know you yeah get the oh, hem of a totally. skirt and pull it down and it just does it it knows what you're trying to do and even the smile i thought the because they bite an a um they pull the the corners up and it just makes a smile puts all the dimples in the right places creases yeah. in the right places shows his teeth all that sort of thing you don't have to spell that out um it's pretty impressive Yes. Talking about impressive, I want to hear your take on this thing. I learnt about Space Top. Do you know what that is? Space Top. top. Yeah. No. Nope. Okay, so I'll, I can send you a link. It's basically a laptop without a screen. Huh. Uh, and what it has is a pair of goggles that you put on. And the goggles, oh, yeah. are, the goggles are your screen. So it's super secure. Like if you're on a plane, nobody can see your screen at all. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so it's still using the it's, um, j- it's using yeah. the hard drive. And all the CPU is still an IC. Yeah, they're really small goggles. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. a laptop a laptop without a screen, basically. And then a pair of goggles are hooked into it. So, yeah, and the goggles um, are on a cable. Yeah. No, that's yeah. cool. That's, so that's you, just look, you just look like a weirdo and nobody will know what you're doing. But, you know, it could be pretty good. I'm, it gives I'm, you I'm like, curious as to whether those goggles um, have passed through. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you can see in one of the um, things that they you can see through them. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't want to be um, wouldn't want it fully to be Im- like an Oculus. Yeah, fully so immersed. Yeah. So I saw that this week. Uh, the ratio of people to sheep in New Zealand has dipped. Below five in one for the first time in 170 years, Chris. Yeah, I knew it was on a decline. It's been de- declining for yonks, though, hasn't it? I guess so. How do you know it's been declining? 
Are you keeping because track? You couldn't go anywhere without seeing sheep uh, at one point in time, honestly. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, but no, I, I, I came across this and looked at it, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. It was um, noted that it was declining quite a bit. Um, hey, I want to talk about something positive, uh, I think, because um, I came across this and I was like, we never hear the positive stuff. So this is uh, a thing about Ukraine. And I, I watched okay. this short doco thing, and it was talking about the Ukrainian wheat. So, you know, they had to have this um, treaty to get the wheat out of Ukraine. Oh, yeah, you know, that was a big uh, with, thing. With the, war, with the war, yeah. So that happened, and, and the Russians have pretty much been allowing it to go, and the, the Ukrainians are getting it out there and all the rest of it. Um, they, they interviewed this captain, and he's like, oh, this is how we go, and I have to keep saying this is who we are so we don't get blown up as they're leaving the ports and going through this very narrow um, navigable channel. Like if they stray outside of this pathway in the sea, uh, they could get blown up type thing. Um, But they take the ships out and the ships have to go to this port. I think it's in Turkey. And then they're boarded by representatives of Russia and Ukraine. To make oh. sure that it's just grain that they're taking okay. out and not, you know, I don't know, tanks or dead yeah. Russians. I don't know what they'd be else they'd be looking for. But anyway, um, makes sense. So, so the, the you know the documentary goes went on with them. They had a quick look. They have a meeting with the captain to do all this. But what was interesting is in the last well, it's just been over a year now, or a bit more than a year. Um, Eighteen hundred ships. 30 million tons of grain Whoa. feeding 150 million people. And and they reckon that the food price from just that has globally dropped, kept it down 20%. Like if, if that hadn't happened, food prices oh, would well, be yeah, yeah, yeah. higher than they are. Yeah. That's crazy. That's amazing. It just blows my mind. And I mean, you know, like you never hear that news because yeah, that's not the sort of news that the news likes to tell you people. <laughs> do you want to know what type of news you do hear about? Okay. <laughs> a surgeon in Germany got fired because they asked a cleaner to hold a patient's leg while they amputated their toe. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah. Um, what? Yeah. What was that? It's okay. Well, I, um, yeah. I mean, they didn't get the janitor to amputate the toe. They're like, hold him down. Hold his leg down. Uh, no, yeah. but they were they were also handing surgical instruments to the doctor as well. Um, apparently, that's frowned upon. So, yeah, they got fired. Uh, is is that because janitors are cheaper than nurses, or is their nurse shortage even worse? Have all their nurses gone to Australia too? I don't know. Yeah, so <laughs> there was no qualified assistance on hand, and they were already partially anaesthetized, and they were becoming restless. So they just called over a cleaner they saw and said, hey, hold this guy's leg down. That, to me, that's not a bad thing. Like, I, 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 I don't, don't know. I don't see the problem in that. Like, get over yourself. Like, the guy was, nothing went wrong. If something had gone drastically wrong, or if they said, hey, uh, I got the DTs, here's a scalpel, take that guy's toe off. Yeah, I can see a problem there, but it's like... Hey, this guy's waking up. Can you just hold his leg down so he doesn't move and we don't screw him up? Like, you know, that's perfectly 
reasonable, I think. It's perfectly fine. Okay. I'm glad. I don't know. I'm I'm 50-50 on it. Yeah, I, I think it's reasonable. You, I know that you like a good old uh, weird death, weird death uh, story. So um, I saw this mentioned, and did you know that Wikipedia lists unusual deaths in, by year, like in the 2000s? Anyway. Is, is this um, like the Darwin Awards? Very, yeah, it, it pretty much is, but I guess yeah. there's more of them. The one I heard, and I'm going to tell you about, how do you feel if about a guy died inside the leg of a paper mache statue of a stegosaurus? Okay. That's... They, he was upside down in the leg. The police have hypothesized that he may have dropped his phone somehow and went <laughs> in to get it. And then they found him oh. a couple of days. They found him a couple of days later. Uh, the, oh. Why is the, why is the why is the Stegosaurus statue paper mache? And why why, why it, was it why is the leg open? <laughs> I know. Um, so that's not good at all. That, oh my! That, oh my! You don't want to <laughs> die that way, honestly. Like I don't want to end up being. Uh, well, actually, it would be quite funny if people turned up at my funeral and were just pissing themselves laughing about how silly the method of my death was. But yeah, I just read I just read one two below that one, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? Okay, go go go. A man in India. Oh, sorry, I don't know where he was, but he was an Indian man. He decided to use epoxy resin as a contraceptive, and he passed out and died. From organ failure, from that. So he he sealed he his was, urethra. Yeah, and he was mixing it up, and he inhaled the fumes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was oh god. Okay, that's really dumb. I don't want to be done. I don't want to die from anything that dumb. I don't. Want- <laughs> no, uh, no. I think I think that is the trick. Um, not to be dumb. Hey, you know how we talked about that uh, teenager that got killed in America by the police? Yeah, yeah. The family just got a payout. Because that's oh, the yeah. American way. Uh, 19 million US dollars, which is 30 million New Zealand. That's the settlement. Yeah, great. I. It's not It's not great. Like, I mean, it'd be no, better if he wasn't dead. Uh, yeah. What's this thing you've got here about a hydrogen technology facility? Oh, yeah. So this Norwegian company called Nell Hydrogen, they ha- are already making renewable hydrogen uh, in different parts of the world, and they've committed to build a $400 million facility in Michigan. And um, they just said that they, they get a good financial package going there. They get $10 million back or something. And um, they're going to be able to produce a gigawatt of electrolyzers per year. And they've got another plant in Connecticut as well. So they're sort of moving towards a lot of this hydrogen-based power, I guess. Um, so, which yeah. is- so, so the way the hydrogen power thing works, as I understand it, is they use solar power first or, or some solar power type thing Re- to separate. Renewable water. resource, yep. 
Yeah. So they separate yep. water so they get hydrogen and oxygen, separate that out. And then yeah. they use the hydrogen uh, in um, either a furnace-type thing or a, some other uh, way to um, yeah. turn, spin the turbine and make the electricity. Right, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Sounds yes. pretty good. Yes, and it, it sounds like they're also going to be partnering or you know, doing a lot with cars as well. Because there is, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Toyota that went real big on hydrogen, I think, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Carl brought this up the other day when we was talking about it. He, he's, he's, um, he's predicted the demise of Toyota. Toyota's going to... Yeah. Um, you agree? Oh, my God. So, well, yeah, no, I don't... It's, like, it, I, no, I, I think for whatever reason, they're locked into their thinking. I think they'll be okay. I don't think they'll be the demise, but... Yeah, uh, yeah, he's probably he'd probably say the same actually. But um, he because he pointed out that they don't have an electric car, and I was like, yeah, but they have more hybrids than anyone else. Which yeah. and a hybrid really is an electric car because it's electric motors, right? It's just a petrol thing generating the electricity, right? Yeah. But he goes, yeah, but they they don't have an electric car. An electric car is the biggest growth market right now worldwide so if they don't uh offer an electric car then and, and there is a, yeah there's a definitely a point to that but you're right they have been using um hydrogen fuel cells for yonks now and they had a facility in japan um which for i think it's must be nearly 20 years now they have the uh hydrogen um separators uh, in the bus stops in this facility, like they have these, um, oh, right. like a bus stop, and the top is uh, solar panels, and they've yep. used that and all the um, internal vehicles that go around this facility. You know, it's like a little town, Toyota town. Um, they all run off the hydrogen, which is just, and and they've been doing that for twenty years. So these hydrogen yeah, fuel no, cells, and and the beauty of hydrogen fuel cells is that you just plug it in and you go. You don't have to wait four hours for it to charge or whatever. It's just, oh, this one's empty. Put a new one in, clonk, boom, and away you go. Uh, and yeah, zero yeah. emissions. Yeah, because all that comes out is water. Yep, that's right. That's what we want. We just want some water coming out everywhere. Uh, <laughs> that, brings, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, thanks to everybody that's been listening, all the people that have been commenting and liking, and... Um, yeah, I, I put out some little audio clips this week. Uh, people seem to... That's how Carl heard my voice, I, I guess. Yeah, because I wondered about that, because he, he spoke to me and I said, well, if he goes, um, Sam should say that more often. I said, well, you should tell him in a comment somewhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so just for you, Carl, That's have right. a real good week. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.